टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह टुडे वी स्टार्ट थियरीज ऑफ सोशल स्ट्रेटिफिकेशन ब्लॉक सेवन यूनिट ट्वेंटी फाइव कॉन्सेप्ट ऑफ डिफरेंस एंड इनइक्वेलिटी द कॉन्सेप्ट ऑफ इनइक्वेलिटी लाइज एट द रूट ऑफ सम ऑफ द मेजर थियोटिकल फार्मुलेशंस in the society it constitutes the basic component of the phenomena of stratification in society which some of the senior and established sociologists as also younger scholars have studied extensively and on which they have written articles monograph and textbooks in a general sense inequality refers to imbalance of quantity size degree value or status this often implies an imbalance in ability or resources to meet a challenge inequality in societies in general is manifest in caste class gender and power relations in simple societies based on kinship stratification is evident in status distinctions determined by age sex and personal characteristics as among australian ab original communities in this unit we will explore the twin concepts of difference and inequality intensively the major concern here is with finding out how and in what conditions differences between people get transformed into inequalities having determined the point of departure between the difference and inequality we will explore the two broad types of inequality that is natural inequality and social inequality we will subsequently discuss the major theoretical approaches towards the understanding of social inequality now let us move to the next point difference and inequality conceptual understanding people in our society are divided into different categories based on one or a set of criteria social stratification refers to the division of people into different categories these categories may simply reflect differences between people grouped into them the implicit assumptions here is that the difference between categories is important however no weightage is given to the difference between them that is the categories are not assigned unequal statuses or unequal rewards the different categories of people are treated alike and one is not treated as more significant than the other 
this is the concept of difference in social categories. When unequal statuses and rewards are attached to social categories and these are ranked on the basis of one or more defining factors, they are treated as unequal. According to Gupta, differences assumes importance when ranking diversities becomes difficult. Social stratification incorporates concepts of both difference and inequality. Bettley suggests that two aspects of social inequality deserve mention. The first is the distributive aspect which refers to the different factors for example income, wealth, occupation, education, power, skill that are distributed in the population. It provides the basis of interpersonal interactions in society. The second is the re relational aspect which refers to the ways in which the individuals differentiated by the different factors related to each other within a system of groups and categories. Here the thirst is on interaction of people belonging to one group or category. He explains that the major forms of social inequality that have been studied by sociologists intensively are those that arise out of disparities of wealth and income. Those that have a bearing on unequal prestige or honor and those that are born out of imbalance in the distribution of power. Unequal distribution of wealth and honor in society affords the following widespread consequences. Differences in wealth will produce fairly distinct strata of people who will be separated from each other by those differences and who may come over time to form quite distinct social units. Such segments of the social lessens the possibility of social solidarity and in turn of society-wise consensus on the most important issues such as the use of public funds. The unequal earning of people in different positions may produce unequal commitment to the society's norms and laws and result in higher rates of deviant behavior such as crime that might otherwise occupy. The strata that are separated by unequal wealth and the unequal ability to purchase basic life chances such as education and health are likely to engage in hostile or conflictual encounters as they struggle for shares of wealth. Very low income and honor may produce high rates of pathologies, 
such as mental disorder, physical illness, shortened life, crime and high rates of accidents. The chances of to achieve full equality of opportunity for all and with that a high degree of fairness in the system will be lessened as wealthier people use their wealth to give their children special advantages over the children of poorer families. Through such transmission of unequal advantage over generations, the social divisions among people may become hardened. The discovery of the full range of talent in society is likely to be less effective when mobility is restricted by the transmission of advantages from parent to child. Low income may make it difficult to induce the less well-rewarded people to give their conscientious best to the task for the which they are suited. Welfare states intervene in order to supplement to small incomes when they are not enough to meet basic needs. We often encounter inequality in our daily lives in terms of differentiation and comparison of people based on wealth, power and gender. At the international level too, countries are compared and ranked on the basis of the economic and political power. Countries of the world are divided into three categories. The first world comprising of US and it allies in the Cold War. These were the developed capitalist nations. The second world comprises the USSR and it its allies. These were the developed communist nations and the third world comprising most of Latin America and recently independent African and Asian states. These were the underdeveloped countries that did not align with the West or the East in the Cold War. Many of them were members of the non-aligned movement. There is no denying that this terminology is being increasingly replaced with developed and developing nation to refer to the first world nation and third world nations respectively. Developed nations are those in which economy is based on the industrialization and people's standard of life is high as also their literacy rate and life expectancy. Developing nations on the other hand are those in which the process of industrialization set in late and the people's standard of life, literacy rate and life expectancy is low. These nations struggle to acquire the standard of life in developed nations. The Human Development Index based on indicators such as life expectancy at birth, literacy rates and the gross development product measures the degree of development 
in a country and in doing so forms the basis of ranking them economic inequality among world nations may be understood through the dependency theory developed in the late 1950s under the guidance of the prebich the then director of the united nations commission for latin america prebich and his colleagues were deeply concerned about the fact that the economic development in industrialized countries did not lead to a similar trend in the poorer countries rather it often resulted in economic problems in the later dependency theory was developed in order to explain the persistent poverty of poorer countries by examining patterns of interaction among nations and by suggesting that inequality between them was an instinct part of those interactions more clearly stated dependency theory explains that the countries in the world fall into two categories wealthy nations that are the core countries and poorer nations that are the peripheral countries the core countries obtain the resources and raw material from the peripheral countries here they are processed and finally returned to the peripheral nations as manufactured goods while the poor nations provide the natural resources cheap labor and the confirmed destination of finished products that are priced exorbitantly the wealthy nations maintain their superiority over them surely without the input from the peripheral nations the core nations will not be able to maintain their position since it is in their interest the core nations perpetuate the situation of inequality through different economic and human resource development policies resistance by the peripheral countries is met with the imposition of the economic sanctions stringent policies of international trade and commerce sometimes military invasion now let us wind up the session and take rest thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self learning podcast mm-hmm.